0: Hello, hello, hello everyone. Hey Julie, how you doing? Good. How are you, Chrissy? Good, good. We are halfway through the work week. Yes,
1: we are, and welcome to Next Step Wednesdays. I'm Julie Shore, President of Career Development Advisors. I am located in South Central Pennsylvania, but serve clients actually all over the US as well as internationally. And Chrissy is my producer, so she's here to keep me on track. And I developed this program because at Career Development Advisors, we work with organizations and individuals organizations on the recruiting front, developing best-in-class employees, and then on the outplacement and career transition needs. And then I work with individuals as well to help them scale up or level up Um, in their careers, whether they're actively looking or passively looking. And so, Wednesdays are that day, right, where it's halfway through, and so I love, I actually look forward to this, where I can share five steps that someone can take, you can take, your organization can take, to move forward in the talent and career realm. So, thanks for being with us today. And as usual, Chrissy will keep an eye on the chats, and if you have any questions, I'm always happy to answer any questions that pop up, whether they're related to what we're talking about or not. And today I wanted to really talk about how to level up on LinkedIn. And here's why. And usually I come up with the topic, sometimes I can't tell you in advance what I'm gonna talk about, but I usually come up with the topic because it's been something on people's mind or I've been talking with a lot of clients about it. And really this evolved from, I'm actually preparing to give um, a talk. I do speaking in the fall on this subject. Actually, at two conferences coming up, and you know, a lot of people. Maybe you're listening, and you're in a job. You've been with an organization for quite some time, and you feel real comfortable. And you think, "Gosh, I'm never going to be forced into a career transition." Well, now more than ever, especially with what's you know unraveling or continuing with the pandemic and COVID nineteen. Organizations are making decisions that maybe they thought they never would have to, or maybe you're thinking, gosh, I'm way too valuable, my role will never be affected. And you know, the best laid plans just never work out. I'm sure anyone listening or watching could share an instance where that was true for you. And in fact, I'm gonna share one this morning. And so my youngest daughter headed off to eighth grade this morning, and she's a planner. She is absolutely a planner. And she's been planning Monday and Tuesday. And she had a sticky note out this morning with everything she needed. And of course, there's new rules and guidelines for going live in the classroom right now. And anyway, she had everything in order. And we're headed to the bus. We've got everything. She's got her mask on. We're good to go. And the bus comes. And God love her. She tripped and face planted in the street. And she was good. She was tough. She got up, You know, brushed herself off. And we got her to the bus. And, you know, later she texted me and she said, Mom, it was the mask. I couldn't see over the mask. And so like many things we're navigating, it's new, it's different. And, you know, the best laid plans just didn't work out. She was so organized and so prepared. And, you know, we had the pictures and the whole nine yards. And there she went before the bus. And it did help me to not cry uh, because we were half laughing half empathizing myself and my older daughter. So anyway, but that's just a quick example. And, you know, I have another really dear friend of mine who many years ago, she decided, you know, um, she worked in the field of accounting, and she said, you know, I want to be a college professor. And I remember going to the mailbox and helping her mail out all her college applications. And I know selfishly, I was sad. We lived in Virginia at the time that I thought, oh, I can't bear the thought of them moving. They're our, our really good friends. And they were pretty headstrong on, no, we don't think we're ready to start a family yet. Well, lo and behold, again, the best laid plans, college applications in the mail to be a professor, and they started their family. She found out she was pregnant. So again, you just never know what's going to happen down the road. And so I know I've been caught in that trap too, where I've worked in an organization and I didn't make time to be part of other national organizations or local chapters or any of that because I was so just infiltrated in my organization and my job. Well, what happens if that's all yanked out from under you, you know, unbeknownst to you? you know, third quarter numbers come in, whatever it might be. And I'm not saying, and I surely hope that won't happen to you, but it could. And so are you prepared and what would you do? And I know around us, there was a logo on a billboard. I think it was for a healthcare system several years ago that said, know us before you need us. And for some reason that like always stuck with me and, you know, that's the same concept with your network. And today, like I said, we're going to talk about LinkedIn You really should be using that to increase your presence now more than ever virtually. And and here's why. I'm going to actually use some cheat sheet notes to share with you. So statistically, you know, LinkedIn has been around, I think, since like 2002, 2003. Um, I found an article by Foundation, Inc., that there are over 660 million subscribers on LinkedIn. And the whole networking thing is happening more than ever now virtually. And so if you're not utilizing LinkedIn, let's say you have a profile, you haven't touched it in months or years, worse yet. You know, I'm going to give you five steps you can take to kind of pay attention to that. And here's some other interesting statistics. Well, first of all, as many of you know, I do recruiting and I definitely use it as a recruiting tool And 80, so do 87% of recruiters. So just keep that in the back of your mind. And I probably shared with you before that I actually, even when I recruit, I post a job. Yes, that's one source of of applicants, but I also go after the passive folks. So people who are on LinkedIn. And so, um, you know, I'm curious if you want to chat in how long you've been on LinkedIn. But here's another startling statistic before I share with you five things you can do to level up on LinkedIn. Check this out. This was actually from a LinkedIn marketing solutions blog. Now this was four years ago in 2016. If this doesn't convince you to get on LinkedIn or really you know, take action this week, maybe this will. So listen, 61 million subscribers on LinkedIn are considered to be senior level influencers and 40 million are decision makers. So think about that. 61 million subscribers are senior level influencers and 40 million are decision makers. Again, that is coming directly from a LinkedIn Solutions Marketing Solutions blog back in 2016 and that was 4 years ago. Imagine what those numbers are now. So if you're not on LinkedIn, and again this is these are, you know, small steps, small things you can be doing without taking a ton of time. You know, LinkedIn in and of itself isn't going to find you your next opportunity. It's a tool. It's definitely a tool I work with with my outplacement and career transition clients. It's absolutely a tool, but it's something you should be involved with, even just as a news source um, to un- see what's going on in your network. Again, think about that. Know them before you need them. And so, the very first step I want to talk about today is, and I know we just have a short time, but again, each time we meet, five steps, five things you can do. So get out your pen and paper, whether you start today or work on it through next week when we meet again. The very first step you can do is review your connections. I don't care if you're starting and you have seven or you have 500, you should really kind of take stock of that. Figure out are there people you don't want to be connected to anymore? And you know how are you staying in touch with them? Are you truly sending them information that could be of value to them? Are you you know, sharing or liking their content? But step one is to review your connections. Or if you're at the very beginning, you need to start gaining some connections. The second step I would encourage you to take is to review and update your experience. When was the last time you did that? And anyone looking at your profile really wants to know, you know, tell me about what you can do or what you've done or how you can be valuable, whether it's from a marketing perspective. So, even if you're in business development, let's say, or sales, and you're not looking to switch jobs, you know, LinkedIn is used as a marketing tool as well, very much so. So, you should update that experience and share projects you've worked on, of course, if they're not proprietary and you know, include really impactful accomplishment statements. We've talked about accomplishments before as well. And these are also things I work with my clients. I'm really developing robust profiles um, to get to that all-star status, but these are just simple steps you can take on your own. So again, review those connections, update your experience. The third step you can take is actually to check out your skills. So whenever you set up your profile way back when, You probably popped in a bunch of skills. Are they relevant to what you do now? So, you know, those of you with 10, 15, 20 years of experience, um, let's say you're a marketing manager. Do people care that you know Microsoft Word? I don't know. I'm probably not going to reach out to you as a recruiter for your Word skills, but I probably would reach out to you for your CRM knowledge if you're an Infusionsoft guru or you've used Sticky Client or you've used any of the Salesforce. You know, that's going to be more pertinent and relevant than Microsoft Word, depending on where you are in your career. So check out your skills and have you taken inventory. And here's a little quick tip. I don't know if you know you are empowered in your own profile to actually rearrange your skills or choose which skills you want to showcase. And then you need to get endorsements for those skills. That's also important. So write that down. Step four, recommendations. When was the last time you either received a recommendation or you actually gave a recommendation? You know, a lot of us can feel frustrated in the job search journey or um, just even in figuring out passively if we want to make a career move. And, you know, shift the focus uh, here again. I've talked about this before, too, to giving, you know, be think about what you're grateful for. Reach out to those connections as you're taking stock and give them a recommendation. They'd be so appreciative and probably chances are. Many of them will recommend you in turn as well. But review those. You know, I'm coaching people where I've seen, gosh, the recommendations are 10 years old from four jobs ago. We need to make sure they're relevant. So go out there and request those recommendations. Now, I'm not sure if you're aware, but the recommendations actually have to come from folks who are on LinkedIn. And again, so much of LinkedIn, while they change a lot of things frequently, it's pretty user-friendly and and pretty simple to figure out. Um, You know, so when was the last time you gave one and the last time you received one? And I think the gurus at LinkedIn recommend at least three, three recommendations. I can tell you when I recruit, I very quickly you know i check out the top of the profile i look at the experience and i scroll right down to the recommendations because linkedin is a great way to share information that you can't get on a resume or just tells you more about the person in general the personality what they like what they value um i know i'm not going through all the sections today but it's important um, to really beef this tool up because again you want to have it ready to go before you need it and you know social media i'm by no means an expert but certainly i use linkedin with my career clients and those in transition and it's a tool it's definitely a tool that's used remember that 87% number of recruiters who use it the fifth step is you've got to share content go out there today find an article gosh it can't be easier today than ever before where you see an article and you know people have the Facebook button the LinkedIn the Twitter you know whatever it is Pinterest even you just click on it comment on it share it uh, share content reshare people's content of course because I see everything through that employee lens I've really been trying hard to reshare people's job postings in my network because I am really passionate about people finding that ideal match, both employer and employee. And that's because I grew up in human resources. So I'm able to really understand that internal recruiters perspective, but share content, you know, especially in today's day and age, try not to get into the political scene on LinkedIn. It's really not the appropriate forum, but share content that showcases your expertise. Again, whether it's articles, blog posts, share events, reshare content, comment, um, those are all great things you can do to increase your visibility. Another step that I didn't include here is really take stop, stock, excuse me, of the groups you belong to. Groups are a great way to get new ideas, even if you're not in active search mode. You know, get ideas from a business perspective, uh for yourself for your team there's all kinds of groups out there that you can be a part of comment be active in discussions. And so if you have some groups, I think I was looking at someone's uh, profile last week where they've got like 20 years of experience in sales. And, you know, the folks they were following were very relevant early in their career, but not so much later in their career. So again, you are empowered with your LinkedIn profile, you can edit it. But do make sure you check those privacy settings before you start really doing massive cleanup on that LinkedIn profile, because otherwise your connections are going to get notified of every little change you're making. And so you want to make sure you're really on LinkedIn. You know, schedule time. You know, I'm a huge time management fan, um, especially of scheduling things. Schedule time, because the first thing I'll hear is, oh, Julie, I'm so busy. I don't have time to deal with my LinkedIn. I hate all that social media stuff. I'm on my computer enough all day. Again, think of it as an opportunity to give and share rather than get, right? LinkedIn is just one of those tools and, you know, incorporate it into your daily routine or, you know, biweekly or just once a week, see what's going on. Congratulate someone on their work anniversary or something else they're sharing, but carve out that time. Maybe it's Friday mornings while you're sipping your coffee, Uh, share something valuable. And again, that sharing is going to increase your knowledge base. Um, for for your core content area as well as just what's going on and keeping a pulse it's another source of information so you want to be known before you're you know you're really in dire straits and you know we are all i think i mentioned before i forget the author's name but i have a book that i read several years ago called we are all self-employed and that is very much true and if you are sitting here again listening and thinking yeah but that's not going to happen to me yeah but I'm protected, yeah. But my boss loves me. Guess what? You know, when the numbers come in, and I'm sorry to say this, and many of you listening or some of you could disagree with me, the numbers are the numbers, and we are all irreplaceable. Sure, we have to constantly show our value and be able be able to creatively solve problems and meet goals, and and we can do all of that to the best of our ability. But when the numbers don't come in, you know, that's when headcounts are reduced, and again. I am not hoping that happens to anyone listening. I more want to teach you and hope you've gleaned a few steps of how you can take ownership of your career and your career development. And LinkedIn is just one of those tools to do that. And, you know, throughout this process, if you ever feel stuck, I am always available. I have certain times carved out every week for complimentary strategy sessions. I don't need to do this. I mean, my hourly rate commands more than this, but I don't need to do this, but I want to do this to help people. And so for 15 minutes, Feel free to send me an email. You can schedule directly on my website. My email is jshore at advisors.net. But truly, my passion is helping people, which is why I've segued out of core compliance kinds of things in human resources and really focused on the areas where I feel like I can add the most value. And, and that's, that's when it's a win-win. You know, my my header, if any of you are checking out my LinkedIn, says something along the lines of, you know, to not use the talents you have is actually depriving someone of something they need. And someone shared that with me a while back and it always stuck with me. And so, you know, I am a coach. I work in group settings. We are if we get enough participants, we're going to be launching a group group. A uh, training program next month as well as one in October on those core areas that people really struggle with LinkedIn, the resume networking, and I forget what the fourth one is, um, but you know, just schedule time. I'm happy to share whatever I can with you in 15 minutes. If you want to take the advice and run that's great. I'm happy to do that. But some people feel like they need an accountability partner through this process. And that's where I can can help and provide some unbiased feedback. So again, feel free to email me, jshore at advisors.net, or feel free to check out my website and schedule from there, which is advisors.net. So thanks so much. I hope you've You have a few tips that are helpful to you, Chrissy. I don't know if anyone, most people are bashful. Gosh, guys, you know, this is a time for you to speak up. If you have any questions, any suggestions. So I don't know if there are any comments Chrissy to address at this time or questions, or if everyone's just being super quiet again.
0: Well, as far as LinkedIn, what are the tangibles that people often find themselves Uh, receiving by making, doing these steps and um, actively and intentionally applying these steps. So by applying these steps, you're going to have
1: what LinkedIn refers to as an all-star profile, which means you're going to come up in the search rankings. Uh, Again, it's all about artificial intelligence and I'm not a techie, but it's all about you know the more robust your profile is and all encompassing the higher it comes up in the search rankings for recruiters for decision makings Excuse me, decision makers for those influencers, and so that's why you really want to. Again, it's just a tool. It's not going to get you a job. It's not going to, you know, uh, magically find you your dream job. There's a lot of work that goes into that, but it will elevate your all-star status and become more searchable by those folks who are looking for someone in your field for, you know, whatever it might be, for as a service provider to fill a position, etc.
0: So and look up. Um, Go ahead. attracting the right potential em- employers for possible employment in the future. And then also making those networking connections as well that we clearly can't really do in person right now because of the state we're living in with COVID-19.
1: Exactly. And again, it helps to just keep you front of mind. So let's say someone comes in to their office and... I don't know they're dealing with a problem they need to research a new crm system you know there's a ton of obviously salespeople on linkedin as well you know and maybe you as the consumer have you know you log into linkedin that day and up pops an article from one of your friends who works for salesforce and it's like oh i'm gonna give her a call same thing you know if if you are staying front that's your goal is to stay front of mind Um, And if you're a continuous learner, I feel like this is sort of natural. I get this might not be natural and don't let the technology scare you because I think LinkedIn also has a lot of great tutorials there. Um, But again, my message today is there are some simple things that you can do to kind of beef up your profile. And more so than ever you need to take responsibility for your own career development and you know this is just one tool to utilize as you know Chrissy said especially since we're all still working virtually or many of us are.
0: And also I want to know obviously you can't share it all but um, when you're walking people through the steps of uh, robusting their I think is what the word the word you use to robust their LinkedIn page is that pretty simple, or is it something that um, someone really needs to invest some time into?
1: Yeah, if you really want to, as LinkedIn calls it, have all-star status or make it really robust, I spend a lot of time, so that would definitely be something. I'm happy to talk to you about, give you a few tips, but it is more time-encompassing because there are, gosh, I don't even know, at last I checked how many different sections there are. You know, I just tried to hit some of the highlights, but... Um, working on the about section alone can take, you know, someone an hour to update um, with the guidance from, you know, on best practices. So, um, yeah, people who I work with on, you know, beefing up your profile, I actually provide it's almost like a 20 page report of recommendations on here's what I recommend you do. So these are just five simple steps if you want to take it and run with. Uh, but again, I'm always available to chat. Perfect. Well,
0: Everyone, thank you so much for joining us. And I look forward to our next discussion for Next Step Wednesdays. All right. Take care, Chrissy. Everyone have a great rest of the day. Bye-bye. Bye.